Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Virender. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, yeah, this is Virendra. Uh, I have a question about. Uh, are you able to hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, able to hear you. My mother-in-law missed her biometric appointment, uh, which was scheduled on ten sixth. And we were waiting for the mailbox, the physical copy, but they sent to online. We released on the last Friday. And uh, when when we tried to reschedule uh, Emma, uh, the UACS help agent saying that uh, another 60 days, uh, she have to wait for rescheduling appointment. Uh, So is it fine if she leaves? uh, Can she just walk to the ASC, see if they will take it? Try that. It works, though. Okay. And and also, her one year is going to complete, I mean, one year stay is going to complete in November 20th. And uh, we are planning to send her before uh, before the week. So is that fine if she don't wait for rescheduling biometric? And, that's fine. Uh, that's, fine. Okay. If she, that's fine. If she goes uh, without that, that's fine. B2 extension will be denied, but it will be denied okay. after she leaves the country. But try the trick what I told you. That works 80% of the time. Sure, yeah, definitely, Rahul. Yeah, thank you so much. Next person, please. Carrie? Hey, hi. Hey, Rahul. Uh, Rahul, I'm on L1A visa. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, this is my fifth year, actually. So Mm -hmm. 2022 March is when my seventh year uh, uh, full-time will be over. Um, what I'm trying to do is like uh, I'm um, asking my company to do file for um, a green card, but they are filing on EB, EB2 category and it is in process. Uh, probably it may come uh, next next year sometime in April or sometime. My mm-hmm. question is uh, um, uh, like I, w- I have to convert into H1B, um, but... Uh, uh, without I-140 approved, can I do that uh, before uh, sixth year or how it should be? Like, I mean, uh, can I, if I get a I-140 approved, uh, can I still be applying for H-1B in the, my seventh year also? Okay. Um, let me tell you the best policy for you, okay? One second. Um Go ahead and apply for the H-1B, okay? Okay. And you can actually move back to L-1 easily by something called automatic revalidation. So you get the H-1B approval 
you work for a day or two, then you go to Mexico, you come back, and then you will be on L1A when you show them the L1A approval. You got it? Um, but I want to so, see, 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 we, the way we want to do is we want the H1B at the same time we want to continue on L1As, right? We want the H1B to be counted. And you want to move back to L1A and then from L1A, when the seventh year completes, you want to move back to H1Bs, right? Right, right. I mean, mainly like, I mean, I have to apply for H1B actually. For that. Right. You need to be, you need to be counter towards the H1B. To be counter towards the H1B, we need to have, uh, we, we need to have, to be counter towards the H1B, you need to be an H1B on an I-94 for a day or two, right? Okay. After that, you go to Mexico and come back and you activate your L1A visa. Getting it. Okay. But it's a uh, little bit tough for you to understand it. I will send you a one of the uh, I'll send you one of the thing what what this automatic revalidation is. If you watch this uh, five minute video, you'll get a little bit picture about it. And then later on, if you want to, you can get a, you can have a consultation, and I will explain you how to switch back to L one A L one A again after you get the H one B without going through the immigration. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your consultation is available at Wednesday. I was checking it. So probably I'll be like clicking it. Um, yeah. You can check, you can check my timings. It's there available online. Okay. Yeah, sure. So seventh, you, you're saying that seventh year also, I can still apply for H1B and you know? all. There is no problem for that. If right? the I-140 is approved, you can definitely apply in seventh year also. Perfect. Okay. If the I-140 is not approved, you cannot. Got it. Got it. Okay. Sure. Sure. And Gayatri is going to link, uh, give a link for the automatic revalidation to you. Yeah, thank okay. you. Sen? Pile? Um, hi, Rahul. Pile here. Um, sure, okay. uh, my priority date is uh, April 2014 and I downgraded to uh, EB3 last October. So mm -hmm. I wanted to check with you if, if I should uh, go on EAD or continue H1B with the possibility of going back to EB2 with the current retrogress dates. That's a tough question. Um, if you move to the EAD, you cannot file the adjustment of status again, but you can do the interfiling. Okay. And interfiling is a hit and miss. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, sometimes it takes a long time. And if you use the EAD though, you, as I said, only interfiling is allowed. You can't can file for it. That's the, that's the thing you have to pick and choose which one you want to. Do you want to continue maintaining H1B and EAD or you want to get rid of it? That's up to your call. Okay. Just a follow-up. So on the EAD, are there like we have seen denial since now we'll have to keep it for a long, long time, right? Probably. No, very rarely we see any denials for the 485 application. I mean, there has to be some criminal records or some major things. Uh, normally, we don't see much denials other than criminal records that we don't know about. Okay. Uh, thanks for your suggestion. Next person, please. Uh, that's, a, that's a tough call. Which one to pick? Manasa? Uh, 
so my question is my sister got you admits up here in us and she wants to go to the uh, visa for one university and come back here and transfer so do you suggest what university she wants to transfer to don't try to go to the day one cpt university uh, no no so she wants to transfer to uh, university of central missouri but for visa she wants to go to texas a and m university of central missouri is not considered to be a good university um if she is getting texas a and m she should stick with that university and get the graduation though don't try to look into the temporary nature i mean if necessary sell the last sticker that you have there okay uh get to the proper university because all this damn it's going to be every damn guy makes 100000 and your sister will eventually do that too so don't worry about it let them you know let them complete from a good university okay okay and one of the question is uh she actually has a two years gap from her graduation uh, she was actually preparing for competitive exams so should she mention the same thing or should she uh, mention something else she should not mention any lies though okay okay thank you thank you and try to you know if she has gone to the competitive exams let her graduate from texas a&m it's a good university and then believe me all the people in this conference call every damn guy makes 100000 and your sister will make too i am sure okay okay thank you nitin sorry to use the bad words but you know i have to encourage her to go to the proper university no i, I appreciate that uh, hi rahul uh, um eb2 became the date flip right uh, i have a march 12 2012 Uh, you know that's when my priority date is uh, two months ago they filed eb3 downgrade <clears throat> now the million dollar question is the <laughs> same thing you know like should i just apply for another eb2 i140 and just wait till the date becomes current or uh, what is your priority date you said march 12 2012 i missed it by 50 days uh wait 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 one second March twelve two thousand two and maybe three. I'm going to file one more four eight five in November for you. Okay. So can we have two four eighty fives? You can. You can. Oh. Okay. Uh, you can so you can get the I one forty approved and enter file too. I would just file the entire four eight five application again. In EB two. Yeah. You are current in EB two in November for filing dates, is right? Uh, yes and the way the projection will go is that the filing dates will become final action dates at a later date so mm-hmm. i'm going to file two of them so my eb3 eb3 140 is approved 485 is there yeah. <clears throat> now again i file a 140 and a 485 yes <clears throat> the 140 cannot be premium right? you you is, uh, you you can always convert it at a later time Oh, okay. So you're you're telling me I can file a four eighty five and this one like this month only in the next twelve yeah, uh, days in the no- no- November. Yeah, you can. Perfect. Okay. Thank you, Ram. Next person, please. Kumar. Ah, uh, hello, Rahul Garu. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for the help. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, here's the thing. My, uh, I have a Jan twenty twelve. EB2 priority date, and my mm-hmm. spouse has a November 2012 EB2 priority date. So Jan, uh, last, Jan, I'm Jan 2012. Uh, 
and spouse uh -huh. is November 2012. Okay, both were EB2s. Mm -hmm. For the spouse, November 2012, we, uh, we applied a downgrade and applied a 485 last October. So, mm -hmm. so spouse has an EB2 and an EB3, November 2012. November 2012. Okay, so now her dates are back now, right? They're all retrogressed. But your date is correct. My date in EB2 filing, to filing is dates is correct. Yes. Did you did you got married to the adjustment of status or you did not? No, we didn't get ED, EADs yet. File one more four eight five. Period. On on my name. So 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 here is one last question, sir. Follow up. So she is one year away from her final action date. I am gonna be one year away from my final action date in both the lines. You still say do another 485 for both mm -hmm. that is right okay okay sir thank you thank you ram uh hey rahul hey rahul uh so I, i'm currently on uh ead uh, my uh, dependent visa h4ead so my h4ead is expired so i applied for extension and then i also applied for my wife 485 EAD, both are in waiting. So I have approved I-140. So uh, can I, I mean, is it safe to uh, go back to my H-1 based on current uncertainty in the like timings, processing timings? Uh, so so you, mean, you mean to say you file for the 485, you use EAD, is that what you said? Yeah, I'm on a H-1 dependent visa for past couple of years. Okay. So my date got current, like uh, in front, she has a prior data for 2014. So mm -hmm. uh, she applied, her company applied for 485. Mm -hmm. last so you year. you want to go to H1 now? Yeah, because my uh, EAD got expired like last week because my two applicants are in progress. I don't know when they're going to be approved. So is it safe? Uh, to go to my H1? Yeah, you can, you, on the adjustment of status of your wife, can you now file the H1 status? Yeah, you can absolutely, no problem with it. So I can go back to my H1 and apply for a- uh, Yeah, and then that will, not, that, that, that will not interrupt your 485 application. It will continue as it is. Okay, okay, uh, thanks, uh, thanks. Next person, please. Sandeep. Namaskar, no, Rahul. Uh, this is Sandeep. Uh, so my priority date is 2012 uh, February and I downgraded to EB3, uh, no EAD or advanced parole, uh, I-140 approved. Uh, but my wife uh, is on F1, so we filed together. Uh, so if we go to India tomorrow, what gets abandoned? Uh, your wife cannot, well, your wife can apply for H4, uh, you're maintaining H1 visa, right? I'm on H1, my wife is on F1. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, she can come back on H4 visa though. That's one thing she can come back. But she cannot come on F1 visa. Oh, she cannot? No. Uh, okay. But uh, and what happens to her existing 485? If she comes back on H4, her existing 485 will be fine. Okay, so for that we need to again put in an appointment. I mean the visa appointment and all. That's right. But she's call. not she's not coming back on F1, okay? Oh, she cannot, come for back. sure. No, she cannot. One is 485 will be abundant, that's number one. Number two, there's another problem too. 
she has an intention to settle in United States, and she expressed it by filing the 485. When she's entering into the single intent visa of F1, that is a violation of the terms and conditions of the F1. So either way, she is not good. Okay. okay. So next. And the follow-up question. So if we get advanced parole, uh, I mean, between now and before we travel, right? So can she use that and come back? Yeah, she can. But then uh, she will be married to the adjustment of status. So she will be in EB3 forever. I mean, let me. That's, we both have to be in EB3 or only she will be in EB3? Um, you both have to be in EB3 because you can't abandon hers, right? Once she is married to her adjustment of status. So you can you can do interfiling if you want to. You can do interfiling. There's two provisions, interfiling and filing again. If she if you guys get married to the adjustment of status, you can file the 485 again. But you can do interfiling. Interfiling to 485. Uh, that's right. EB2485. EB2485. And I'm going to send you a video uh, what that is exactly what, what I'm speaking about, okay? Next person, please. Thanks. Sandeep Arora. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, just wanted your advice on my situation. My priority date is May 2012. I have a 16 and a half years old daughter. And unfortunately, I-140 is not approved yet. Be Last uh, fourth, last. What did you say? May no, what? May May what? May twenty twelve. And uh, um, I would file the entire four, May twenty twelve. She's sixteen, is right? Sixteen and a half, right? Is your company cooperative? Uh, company is mid size. I I would say they would cooperate if I uh, if I if there is something. Well, you have an I one forty approval. I'm going to file a four eight five application again for you. For the entire family. For EB2? Yeah, under EB2. One more thing, uh, Rahul sir, and that is like three PP attempts were rejected. 10-13th, we sent the fourth one, like about four days back. And I don't see a status update. Uh, now now I don't want this one to be approved. <laughs> oh. I don't want to be approved. I don't want the I-140 to be approved in November. I either oh. want it to be approved right now or I don't want to be approved. Uh, if it approves in November, is there a concern in that? Beyond of Because course? you said that your priority date is May of 2012, is right? Correct. The final action date is not current, and our daughter is getting more aged now because she's not getting locked. Right. So if the I-140 is pending for a long period of time, it's better for, for me rather than less period of time, right? So That's... I don't. if the I-140 is not approved by this month, I don't want to be approved. Can I just give a last try? Although the they have there's no response, no. can we? It, because if you give a last try right now, even if it's successful, it's going to be November first week. It's going to be approved, right? You will be screwed. You, you you don't want to be premium processing approved now. You okay. wanted it until October end, but not on November first. Okay. Did, did you get my point? Got Why it. I'm telling you? But if possible, Sandeep, file the entire four eight five again. Okay. If your company is cooperative, and if you want to use our services, we'll be able, we can help you out. File the entire 485 because in that way, what happens is that, hey, whichever is there, whichever final action date becomes current, boom, I'm going to lock my daughter out. Thanks. Last thing is like, should we wait for the final action date for EB2 to be current or can we just go ahead right now? The file? You can file right now and wait the final action date to be current. Oh, I, I see your point. I, I see your point. I, I see your point. What you're telling is that, hey, my daughter is not getting locked. 
what's the purpose of filing the 485 application? Mm. You have a point. You have a point. You have a point. But the only advantage is for you to get the green card faster under EB2 if you file right now. But yeah, you have a point. We're not locking the age of the her. So what's the purpose of filing right now? You have a point. It did occur to me. You have a point. Okay. I have my EAD and perhaps I'm not going to use. Uh, for yeah. Don't use it. But now don't do premium processing of 514. Okay. So okay, it's up to you. It's up to your judgment call whether you want to file for 85 or not, because we are not locking your daughter. We will only lock your daughter when it comes to May. Correct. So the final election dates, uh, sorry, filing date is not current yet in 2012. Again, I think I'm not sure. May 2012 is... Uh, the uh, Yeah, the EB2. final action date is not current for, for both EB2 and EB3. Correct. It's only the filing date which is current in November for the EB2. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you. Taranya? Hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, Sharanya here. And uh, I think we met, uh, I mean, um, we had a conversation last week regarding the uh, missing document in H4 EAD where uh, my husband's employer missed the, uh, to attach the photo. So I have two questions regarding that before I go ahead with um, anything. So uh, you asked me to do a interfiling and alternatively also file a new H4EAD. Mm -hmm. So when I do an interfiling and I send the evidence like the photo or uh, you know the proof of marriage, will my application, so my application is uh, was received on 24th May 2021. So when I send this new document, will the application's date be today's date when I send no. it? May 24th. May 24. So there is no harm at all in sending it. Uh, in Absolutely no harm in doing the interfiling. Okay. You may benefit, may not benefit, that that may occur, but you have no harm at all. Okay, so sure. And should I um, go through only the uh, same person who filed like the husband's, um, I mean, em uh, employer's attorney? It's up to uh, you. You can go through that lawyer. You can go to, uh, for interfiling, you can do by yourself. Okay. For filing another H4 EAD, I mean, you can do by any anybody, it's fine. You don't have to go with the same lawyer. Okay, so sure. And when I file another EAD, like a alternatively new H4 EAD, say, uh, altogether, and my... It will be fresh. fresh. It will be today's stage. It will not go back to me. Perfect. And in that case, uh, suppose my already, uh, I mean, 24th May was approved uh, by somehow, by God's grace, it got approved. Then what will happen to this one? They may they, deny it. They may okay. issue an RFE. They may approve it. It doesn't matter for us. We don't care. That uh, So the 24th May would still hold good in that case. Absolutely. Yes, it does. Next and person, please. Sorry. Sure. Thank you so much, sir. Anurag? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, actually, my priority date is April 2014, and I downgraded last year to EB3. So my question is, if I move to to EAD, GCAD, whether I can go back to H1B in future or not, with same employer and with the new you, employer. You can, you can, but you cannot do it within United States. So my H1B will always be cap exempt only? Your H1B will be cap exempt. You're absolutely right. So is then it, they have to do consular processing. You have to go get the H1B approval in the consular processing and then come back. So consular processing is like a stamping? 
you are absolutely right yeah okay so okay and and in case if i move to a new employer and then my my eb2 becomes current mm-hmm. then my new employer has to file h1b in order i have to be the same employer right like if i move to a new employer uh-huh if you move to a new employer and my eb2 becomes current right now i am i got a gcad on eb3 right so when eb2 becomes current then then how i'm going to interfile with a new employer no you cannot interfile you cannot use the company a's i140 eb2 when you are working with company b you cannot interfile the only way to interfile at that point of time is to have the company b file a labor and i140 approval to do interfiling okay and and company cannot do that being on gcad right i have to be an h1b in order to file no uh, no for interfiling you interfiling you don't have to be an h1b okay my new company can 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 start the process for i140 and 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 485 separately also not being me on a h1b right uh they cannot file a 485 unless you are an h1b okay but they can interfile eb2 even though you are not an h1b okay the new company yes okay next okay. person please thank you i think so i'm going to address this uh, interfiling uh filing again more tomorrow guys i see a lot of questions coming on that i will i and emily will discuss so please watch the video that i'm going to be putting on tuesday raja uh, hi rahul sir uh, this is my case actually uh, i'm on uh, uh, eb2 uh, my priority date is 2013 and my wife is having ib3 uh, her date is uh, 2013 uh, october uh, last month in the last few hours she got approved and the next hour i got uh, <clears throat> rfe uh, saying uh, saying that uh, the marriage certificate is not there so the i replied back to my rfe uh, and <clears throat> into the local uh, field office uh, i don't see any reply from actually uh i replied back like i have 10 working days before uh, 10 working days i don't see any uh reply back from them if i don't get any uh reply back uh next two weeks uh what is my case so i need to wait uh, for again uh, the eb3 became current or uh, yeah, that's right you'll have to wait and uh, and and i have one more question uh, so you will get your eads you'll get your advance paroles yeah i got already got that no but but you will continue getting them but you won't get the green card so if my eb2 uh, is get current i can go for a new uh, 485 if your eb2 gets current can you go for uh, if you maintain the h1b yes yeah still i'm maintaining the h1b uh, you can go you can file fresh 485 yes 485 okay thank thank you sir next person please Sayed, hey Rahul, thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, my priority date is uh, uh, April second, twenty twelve. So mm-hmm. uh, and uh, 
I, it, we have filed for downgrade in the month of December 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, only the fingerprints were taken and uh, my nothing got approved, you know, so I didn't, uh, my I-140 uh, is not approved yet, you know, so under EB-3, but EB-2, I have uh, I-140 approved. Now that uh, uh, the chat B is current, you know, so can I apply for another 485 or? Absolutely, you can. You may, you are on H-1B itself, is right? Yes, so I am on H-1B. You can. I can. And is there any possibility that uh, EB2 will become, uh, yeah, dates will move uh, or EB3 dates will move forward? The way it will move, the dates will be, will be very similar to Los Angeles. Have you ever traveled on highways in Los Angeles? Yeah. Uh, it, the lane that I go always <laughs> does not move. Guess what? I move to a different lane. The lane that I move doesn't move, but the lane I left keeps moving. And this happens all the time when I go to LA. Uh, in Houston, we don't have that much traffic though. And we don't have that like 15 lanes like the way in LA they are. And still nothing moves. The line I go never moves. Um, it may happen with you, yes. That's the reason it, it may be better to have both the things. That means that you're going in two different cars. Okay, so there is no need to drop the EB3 uh, thing, right? So we can- No, you don't need to drop EB3. You don't need oh. to drop EB3. Okay, so there won't be any confusion uh, with the USCIS. No, no USCIS may request you at the time when they are able, some of the uh, officers at the time when they are telling that I'm going to approve this green card, why don't you withdraw the other one? They will request those kind of straight things. Though. Okay. They may do it. Okay, okay. So is it a uh, time-consuming process for withdrawal? No, it's not, a time, it's not a time-consuming process. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll take the next two callers, guys, and I'll try to see if you... Uh, pose the questions, then I can see uh, if uh, uh, if I can get to them so, on the Aumia? chat. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, I'm working on H4 EAD and uh, my husband, he's on H1 and he changed to a company three months ago. He, uh, when is your H4 EAD expiring? H4 EAD is expiring in August 2022. Okay, keep going. And uh, so uh, he moved to a new company three months ago and my H4 is still in process with the new company. Uh, like, Did you file the EAD also or just H4? No, because it, it it's uh, on one year expiry. They did not. Uh, no, still you should file a EAD. Uh, even if it is beyond one year expiry date. You told me that. You told me that before. Yes. Okay. Okay, so uh, my my question is actually, um, can I can I go to India for stamping, uh, or is it not safe to go in this situation? Like I have my H four and H four EAD until twenty twenty two August, but uh, and there is another H four that is in process. Yeah, you can if you go for stamping, you will get the H four approval until your husband's H one B expires. The new H1B that you said he moved three months ago, you will get it until that time. Yes, correct. So, uh, is it safe? Uh, like, uh, can I can I go to India? Do you have children who are born in USA? No, I don't. Assuming the travel ban is lifted, then you are just Tom, Dick, and Harry. You don't have any special features 
good or bad just because your h4 extension is pending it's not a minus or plus point okay uh, so um uh, do i do i still have to uh, get an nie or uh, should i if, if the travel ban is lifted you don't need an nie if the travel ban is not lifted it's a very complex issue i definitely recommend you not to go ma'am unless you consult a lawyer privately okay and uh, if if i if if the travel ban is not lifted the nie uh, which i have to submit is uh, uh, h1s nie or my h1s h1s nie oh okay got it okay i'll take the last call i guess most probably will be lifted on november 8 next person please sudhir hi rahul uh, i know in uh, every week i'm calling you i'm sorry sure. but uh, so march 6 2012 priority date uh, i140 not approved so i filed my another 485 on october 5th got mm-hmm. receipt and uh, my biometrics are applied but today i got a letter in the mail saying that our cases are transferred to uh, nebraska just the 485 cases uh, the second case the first case the second case the new case okay uh, would would that be any problem or is it, i mean my wife's biometrics are not done one that is the first question and our uh, ead and uh, ap applications no, are just because done. they transfer from one service center to another service center doesn't mean good or bad it just okay. based on the case load or the officer who has a file they keep okay. transferring that thing that's not a big deal Okay. and last question i wanted to just inform you is i did uh, withdraw my uh, first 485 um, because it's not approved anyway so yeah okay that's fine thank, thank you rahul thank, thank you uh, i'll go to the questions guys uh um, if the prior date is april 2012 go ahead interfile the medical guys i would interfile it uh my prior date is may 2015 my daughter is 17 what options do you have uh, most probably you don't have much options f1 option for your daughter when she turns 19 or so would be ideal definitely for sure um how long is the usa is taking to issue the receipt notices um they are definitely much better than before um but we we are noticing that especially if the i140 and 485 has been filed together they're taking about 4 to 6 weeks but if it's only 485 they're taking only 2 to 3 weeks nowadays if we apply advance parole only can we get the advance parole yes you will get only advance parole as a card Going through this question, my priority is September 2012. Should I file another AOS? What happens to my current EAD approval based on EB3? Yeah, you can, you can, you can continue. You know, if you want to, you can continue EB3 for it for also now. Um, we have changed our opinion about this EB3. Uh, you know, you have to withdraw. We have changed our opinion because um, we had uh, looked into some of the experiences of the other. 
people on the uh, on the Chinese nationals, um, they have been filing two four eight five. So you can you can maintain two four eight five if you want to. She, uh, she has applied for uh, one person got married. She has a, she has applied for colleges and admissions in progress. Can we apply for both for H four and F one while in India? Because we want to wait for college admission results. No, I would not recommend. Let her come here on H four. You can always convert into F one after she comes into this country. Thank you, guys, for coming in. And I will try to address most of these questions in the um, most of these questions. Um, when uh, uh, especially uh, interfiling uh, or, or, or should you refile the entire 485 based on the priority date, we are going to discuss that on Tuesday, guys. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.